on FM, on DAB, and up to date on social media. Radio New World. You're listening to the Girls Around Town here on Radio Newark with me, June Rollins. And now, as I said before, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, Rosalind Palmer. She's on the end of the phone. She's calling in from the marketplace to talk to us about the book festival. Rosalind, good morning. Good morning, June. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. How are you? I'm good, yeah. I'm, I'm having a coffee. Um, there's lots of coffee to be had in the marketplace, but there's a pop-up store beyond coffee. I'm trying their wares out, so I'm, I'm having a coffee and I'm having a mooch around and the place is already buzzing. It's Brill- great. Brilliant, because it's, it's, things have been sort of up and running for about 25 minutes now, haven't they? So yeah. it's early days, so to say, or early doors. Um, but uh, loads going on loads going on. I am um, sorry any minute now there's going to be a very loud choir um the rock choir are all going to um burst forth into tune at half past um <laughs> so I might wander over towards them and, and finish this segment as they all burst into, <laughs> with, into with, song <laughs> with a bit of, of background music yeah. Ros y- you have already been um much involved in what's been going on this weekend with the book festival I know that you've taken part in um definitely two things um yes. if not more well, three if you count the, the launch as well of course yes which yeah. sadly i had to miss um friday didn't work out quite as well as i had hoped for oh, me um but you were uh, missed. i was missed of course i was missed and i missed the cake you did. I saw a cake. cake. <laughs> yes. Um, and I'm, I'm not saying that that was the reason I'm saddest about missing <laughs> it, but it, it certainly played a part. So, Friday night, Friday evening, yes. you were a bit busy. Just a smidge. <laughs> so, I um, interviewed Joanne Harris, who uh, wrote Chocolat, that was made into the just a minor 150 million dollar blockbuster box office with Mm. Juliette Binoche and Johnny Depp and her latest book The Strawberry Thief which is the fourth outing as she likes to call it going back to some of those characters beyond and that French village that was where Chocolat was set it's moved on 20 years and it's it's her latest book and as I found out when I was doing the research before meeting her I, I obviously already knew who she was I knew Chocolat I read the book The Strawberry Thief in preparation but as I started to do my research online I started to feel a smidge intimidated <laughs> you know she's, she's heralded really as probably one of our top 10 modern day authors certainly in the UK and uh, you know she, she sold books across sort of 50 odd countries and had many many blockbusters so um, it was a big deal and it bit was of a, a name theater, yeah mm. Palace Theatre a full capacity audience I love that theatre but it's the first time I've seen that theatre from the stage so that was interesting um, looking out at that capacity audience um, I spoke to Joanne for over an hour, uh, interviewed her, and there were lots of questions from the audience. And it was an amazing, amazing evening, really. So, I felt very excited. So what kind of things were people asking her? The kind of things... Oh, wow. Either to you or the audience. <laughs> Live broadcasting, everybody. Um, so obviously we were talking about the book. We were talking about themes that resonate through her books. Food. Um, you know, how food plays a part in society outside of families, really. How we change as our children grow and our families move on. But the questions 
can you hear the choir going? The questions that were being asked were things about her life as a writer, um, where she gets her inspiration, how she flew in the face of convention when she wrote her first book, because she was told that nobody would be interested in a book set in a French village with chocolate. Well, how wrong were they? Well... <laughs> <laughs> Somebody got it all wrong, didn't they? There, Somebody because got it very yes. wrong. evidently some guy, and I can't remember his name, who wrote a book called How to Write a Blockbuster, told her that nobody would ever <laughs> read her book or buy it. Um, I think he was a bit sheepish when she met him in Hollywood while they were making the movie. But um, yeah, so there were yeah lots of questions about the books, the themes, where she gets her inspiration from, how she writes. She has a shed. She goes down to her shed in oh. the morning with a cup of tea. But she'll write anywhere because obviously she travels so much. But um, she has a rule. She writes 300 words a day and that's it. And, you know, obviously more sometimes, but that's her her absolute bottom line. So it was really fascinating and how she'd grown up in Yorkshire, but with a French mother. Um, she spoke about her time as a teacher and the things she'd learned then. So a very wide variety of questions. And, and and the audience, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing, obviously, I, I have been on the stage at the Palace Theatre. Sorry about that. But, yeah, um, <laughs> nothing very exciting, I must admit. But um, I do know that y- you can't always see the audience that clearly, obviously, no, can you? I had but, to do that, hold my, hold my hand over my eyes, <laughs> because the, the lights are quite glary and um, you can't see people, it's true. <laughs> but, but I was just wondering, c- could you at least get a feel for the, the audience mix? I mean, were they mostly women? Um, yes, I would say two-thirds women, one-third men, but quite a lot of men. And mm-hmm. I would say, because interestingly, I asked her that. I said, do you have an archetypal, you know, reader? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking it was probably me. <laughs> it was probably, a, you know, a woman, uh, you know, 50-something woman. Um, and she said that actually, no, she has a lot of... Also, because she writes across so many genres, She she's had these four outings, from Chocolat, um, set in the French village. But um, equally, she's written cookbooks, she's written an operetta, she's written um, Norse mythology-type books, kind of, um, yeah, to do with mysticism and mythology. Um, So she says that, and and looking at the audience, there were younger people, older people. It was quite a mix, June. Fantastic. Um, Just as a complete aside from that, I saw, I can't remember if it was a post or a tweet that you put up, like the new shoes. Like the new? Shoes that you were wearing. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, she had really, really nice shoes on, I must say. And, um, in fact, one of her books is called The Lollipop Shoes, so I don't know if there's a shoe thing going on. But, uh, yes, um, yes, I'm very pleased with my shoes, actually, June. Um, Sadly, they were from Marks and Spencer, so maybe we won't mention that. (laughs) Um, but what's good is they make them in half sizes, and I'm a three and a half, and there's actually not very many places that make a nice, comfortable shoe for a three and a half foot. Um, so, yeah, I'm very pleased with my shoes. <laughs> no, it, it just made me smile when you when you put that up and you were um, thanking um, <laughs> Hayley for her yes. advice on, on your outfit so for the evening. Yes. I know. Thank goodness for Hayley, honestly, because... <laughs> I can I can do things like that with you know with confidence now, feeling that I'm you know very comfortable in what I'm wearing. So it was was Haley indeed who told me to get online to Marks and Spencers because they do shoes in a three and a half. So <laughs> yes, much thanks to Haley. <laughs> <laughs> so moving back to the book festival um, yesterday, Saturday, yes. yeah, yes, yes, Saturday, yesterday you got involved with something a little bit different. 
quite a different feel to it yesterday. So yesterday morning I was at the library and book groups, book clubs in Newark um, can join the festival book club. And then there's a book club event. And so they're given a book to read. And so it's a different kind of environment because they come along having read the book or most people had read the book. And the, then I interview the author in a, in a more of a book club question and answers uh, situation. I did it last year. I loved it. This year it was kind of different because the book, The Office of Garden and Ponds, is a book that's all about cop. It's set in 12th century Japan, so it's very stylized. There's a lot of things that refer to 12th century Japan. I feel like I, I could almost go a mastermind now and answer some questions on that and cop. Um, but it was originally written in French uh, by a guy called Didier Discon and then translated into English. And we didn't have the author, but we had the translator. Um, so I thought, well, this is a little bit interesting. <laughs> I'm talking to an English guy who translated a book from French into English about ancient Japan. No pressure. Um, actually, it led to the most wonderful discussion, not least because the, the man, Ewan um, Cameron, was um, just amazing. A, a proper gentleman, uh, a 70-year-old guy uh, who had been a publisher and an editor but is a translator and is passionate about France and had actually gone to Paris and met the author and regaled us with the stories of what they discussed over lunch, including beautiful women, quite a lot, I think. <laughs> um, and it led to the most wonderful conversation. I really, really enjoyed it. And people at the end of it said they, they thoroughly enjoyed it too. So, so you had a bit of a French theme going for you on Friday theme. and Saturday, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> and there I am with my coffee now. <laughs> I should run off and get a quack off, shouldn't I? <laughs> right, so, so you're in the marketplace at the moment, um, and as I said earlier, there are lots and lots of things going on today. It's very much a family orientated day today, isn't it? Yes, it is. And I'm going to walk, um, because I know you're going to go back uh, to the rest of the show, but I'm walking towards the choir so that you can get a good listen to the, the rock choir because they sound amazing yes very family orientated um there's some uh a, a ballpark you know with, with all the balls where oh, yes, yes. kids can go in um there's stalls with children's books and things for everybody so along with the coffee um i'm just walking now and uh let me tell you some of the things i can see there's jewelry clearly there's lots and lots of books um, there's a YMCA stand here with lots of activities for kids. They've got badges. They've got lots of freebies and giveaways. There's a Robin Hood festival. So somewhere is Robin Hood. And there's, there's bows and arrows, I can see. And there's going to be news about the festival. Um, yeah. So yes, of course, cause, something for a whole family, June. Because, of course, the Robin Hood festival can't be far away, can it? It's, it's No. I'm, sometime in, fact, in July or August. By the... By the stand, I'm, I'm I'm homing in on the stand. Uh, hello, I'm like I'm broadcasting live on Radio Newark. Um, when is the festival? Fifth to the eleventh of August, and where is it? Uh, uh, Sherwood Forest is centred outside Edinburgh. It's for the whole family. Yes. It's a family-friendly festival. Uh, performances every day of the week. Um, we've got the grand tournament. So there's a, a horse show full of jousting and skirmishes and Three times every day. My name's Sally Granger. I'm the district experience manager. Hey, thank you. Sorry, I just I kind of jumped on you. No, no, no. It's, um, it's a three of them, but it's just six pounds apart. 
There we go. Something for the whole family, June. Fantastic. I, I, I used to be a regular visitor to the uh, Robin Hood Festival when I worked for the District Council, so I know it's it's very much a fun time. Um, I'm, and I'm looking at a picture, actually, a photograph of the um, the Major Oak, because I think now it's surrounded by railings. Yes, when I yes. Was a kid, mm. We used to go in it. I Absolutely. Can remember, I can remember playing in it. I'm sure somewhere in one of my old family albums is a picture of me inside it somewhere. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> now it's protected, a bit like Stonehenge. I yes, think, I, I, I can remember going back there um, on um, sort of later occasions when suddenly you couldn't get up close and, and personal with it, so to speak, but um, still worth going to the festival for all sorts Ooh. of reasons but as i say very much another family sort of thing yeah and look at this i'm getting very near the rock choir now can you hear it isn't this great i might take a little bit of video footage and then we could put it up on the girls around town absolutely um, yes website, we? we could indeed fantastic right ross i'm gonna go and play a little bit more music from this end now um but we will come back I think I think you've um, tracked down organiser Sarah Bullimore. Yeah, she's going to be available just after eleven o'clock. So I will um, text or message or whatever you uh, very very soon to let you know when. Oh, I can hear them now. Yeah, can you hear them? I can indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I'll text you a little bit later, right. and we'll set up a time for the next chat. All right, um, enjoy. Are, are you having a bit of a rock with them? I'm, I'm, I find myself wiggling, dude. <laughs> the way you do. That is very true. I can't stop it. <laughs> right. I'll speak to you again in a few minutes, Ros. Okay, Enjoy then. the next half an hour or so. Welcome back to the Girls Around Town here on Radio New York this Sunday morning. You are listening to me, June Rollins, in the studio. And joining me in just a second or two will be my co-presenter, Rosalind Palmer, who is down in the marketplace. And with her and joining us for a quick word, I'm sure she's perhaps got a few moments to spare, but maybe not much more than that. The organiser of this weekend's book festival, and in fact the organiser of the past three book festivals, Sarah Bullimore. So let's get uh, Rosalind on the line first. Ros, hi. Hi, hello, hello again. So yes, I am standing in the sunshine with Sarah Bullimore, who is the artistic director, indeed, of this third Newark book festival. I thought it was quite an apt song, actually, June. It drives me crazy because I, I went past Sarah about an hour ago and she was sort of running down <laughs> the street. <laughs> well, well, I was... I was, like, I was oh, <laughs> I was thinking about cheesy links, um, but I thought I had to be careful because I didn't want to imply that you were driving me crazy. No, thank you very much. That <laughs> would be, that, I appreciate that. So, um, yes, hello, Sarah. Hello. Hi, hi, Sarah. How are you doing? Yes, hi. Hello, June. You're right. <laughs> so, um, Sarah, this year, I mean, as you know, I've been involved and I have been <laughs> This must be like the best diet ever because you are running from one place to another. So tell us about this year and, and how it's, you know, bigger, better, amazing, how you've pulled all that together. I know you're from Newark originally um, and you're really putting Newark on the map with it. Absolutely. It's been going absolutely fantastically, really. Um, we obviously started with a big bang on Friday with the greatest show launch uh, for over 300 people in the marketplace. Um, loads of fabulous stuff. We're nearly at the end of the primary school programme, so, you know, the past two days and all the lead-up work we've been doing has been fantastic, and the sun's come out this morning as well, so that's great. And I went to the launch at the library, and you were saying that now 
big publishing houses and big publishers are approaching you, which must be amazing. Absolutely, yes. And we just really hope that everyone, you know, listens in, comes out today to support us and all the different events as well. And that means the more people that we get, the more we can continue to grow it and, as you said, truly put Newark on the map. I think sometimes, um, well, this happens everywhere in the world, people don't realise that something quite remarkable is going on on their doorstep. And I think that's become true now of the book festival, hasn't it, Sarah? has indeed it's definitely remarkable and the uh, numbers that we've had in the past few days have been absolutely fantastic as well so it's been so great to see so many people out and about supporting us and people coming in and not not just the authors who seem to all be literally planes trains and automobiles <laughs> and filling all the b&b's and everything else but uh, are people actually traveling to newark for the festival they are yes we've had lots of people who are staying over from all corners of the uk and beyond as well now so um, and they're all having a fantastic time you know exploring newark and having meals out and exploring all the heritage sites and that and they're loving it well, as we look across the marketplace now, I mean, all the cafes here must be your best friends because I can't, I literally can't see a free chair almost. Um, it's just so lovely to see the, the place so vibrant and so full in the marketplace um, with all the variety of stalls. What for you has been the highlight this year? Oh, gosh, you know, there's so many when everyone asks that. But I think for me, doing the Greatest Show launch on Friday as well, for one, because it's always a great way to kind of open a festival properly as well. We had so many uh, lovely people, individuals, businesses and communities as well who got involved with the flash mob. Um, so just a big thanks to everyone who came out for that. And there's still lots more to go. When do we end? Um, so it all ends this evening um, in terms of the official festival with our last event, the Golden Age of Crime, which is across the Civil War Centre, and tickets are on sale for that until 5pm. So we've got loads, loads, loads more events. I think it was 23 more events today. Um, and we've got two school events tomorrow as well, and that's that time to then start planning 2020. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been across more venues this year as well, hasn't it? I know that the Secret Garden Cafe, for example, on Stobman Street is hosting something later. Um, so how many venues is it across? Uh, we've got 12 venues, yes. So I think we had 11 venues last year. So we've got 12. We've got some more interest next year as well. So um, it's, great. it's great to be able to use some of the key places like the Town Hall and the Marketplace as the hub of the festival as well. And there's a lovely map, isn't there, in the um, official guide, uh, which shows where all the things are, and also some things of interest, like the boat trip on the river. Absolutely, yes. We had an event on the boat yesterday as well, which is why that's one of the venue ones on there. And you'll notice, if you look at the festival map, there's little red dots, and that's where all our venue flag banners are. So also, when you're walking about across town, just look out for a flag banner, you know there's a festival event there. Well, that explains it, because I live right on the river, and that boat went past my house, and it was very noisy, but you sounded like you were having lots of fun. Were you on it? I wasn't on it, no. I never hardly get to see anything. But it was totally sold out. It was in Shipper Stories, and they were all in fancy costume, and they were having a whale of a time. Yeah. And are you having some time off now before you plan 2020? Yeah, probably not. I've got, I'm working next week, and we've got a big side for a big evaluation to do, and then I'm going to have two days off, and then crack on. And what would be your hope? for next year to, to, to make it even bigger or even better? What would be your, your desire? So our first kind of point to call is to get lots more fundraising and sponsors signed up so that we can grow the staffing structure. So we've got many more arms to do things as well. And I'm not running so much down <laughs> Southern Street as you see me dashing through the festival and not seeing everything. So that's kind of our first thing, really, to grow all the funding so we can continue growing and invite lovely authors and artists from all over the world to Newark.
Yes, that's fantastic, Sarah. Thank you very much indeed for sparing a bit of time. I know that you are much like I am and you tend to plan ahead. So I'm guessing you probably know what dates are going to be next year's festival already. Well, they're going to be the same weekend. I'm not too sure off the top of my head what those are, but we'll go for the same weekend. <laughs> so we can put those in our diary now um, yes. and enjoy the rest of this year for the rest of Thanks. today, but be ready for starting all over again next year, for Absolutely. next year. <laughs> and enjoy Thanks. your couple of days break. I'm sure you've earned, well, I'm not sure. I know you've <laughs> earned it. Yeah, <laughs> and um, best of luck for the rest of the events that are going on today. Ros, what what can you see looking out right now around the um, marketplace? Well, lots of people having ice creams right now, but it's great, as Raz said, it's really it's really busy and it's great to see the marketplace on a Sunday, actually, isn't it? Um, having so much going on and people sitting outside cafes and there are people in our mini beaches as well, which is fantastic. Absolutely, yes, yeah. Um, thanks, Sarah. If you pass me back to Roz, I'll have another quick word with her. Lovely. Thank, Thank you. you. Hello. Hi. So, so, Ros, we'll what, let you go, Sarah. <laughs> what, what, what's ca- across the marketplace? <laughs> what's catching your eye, Ros, as you look out over the marketplace right now? Um, well, uh, Woodland Trust, I can see. I can see again lots of um, food, and there seems to be a really lovely craft store by the the mini beaches, as she, um, as Sarah so rightly called them. I called them inflatable paddling pools. <laughs> but yeah, they're mini beaches. Uh, that's all catching my eye. And I've been inside as well. So um, inside the town hall upstairs, up one floor, is a bookshop. So it's being run by the Bookcase, which is the independent bookshop in Loudoun. Indeed, yeah. Where I used mm-hmm. to live, as you know. And, and um, where you launched your book. Yes, and shameless plug for myself, June, my three books are available, um, (laughs) and there's a lot of them in a box, and I'd really rather not carry them all home later. So um, my book, Reset, A Blueprint for a Better Life, is there, Ignite Your Life for Women is there, and Ignite Your Female Leadership is there. And I'm around, so anybody buying one, I'm sure you can find me, and I will sign it very gladly with a big thank you. (laughs) Fantastic. Now, um, we're going to take a break for another piece of music. Is it, Ros? And then we'll chat to you about what you've got um, planned for the rest of this morning in terms of the festival. So you can go and have a quick cup of coffee now, if you like. Oh, thank you. And I maybe really, maybe I find really some chocolate. That. Wow, you know what? Now you've said it. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Ronson there. Um, and uh, I'm pleased to say, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm getting a bit... Um, bit carried away here i'm pleased to say that i did manage to find Rosalyn again she is back on the phone she's still down there at the marketplace and she's going to talk to us now about what's next on her personal um schedule for the book festival ros hi again hello hi (laughs) so you've got plans to do something else down there at the book festival very shortly I'm going to go and be part of an audience and enjoy watching something. (laughs) Um, So I'm going into the town hall very shortly because at 11.45 we have Travelling to Find Home with Matsuda Snaith and Gavin Exton. And it just sounds great because it says, 
Matt Sudersnade's novel, How to Find Home, is an inspiring, vibrant and invigorating story of a homeless woman who goes on a Wizard of Oz-style adventure from Nottingham to Skegness. <laughs> What's not to love? And she's joined by Gavin, Gavin Exton, the international best-selling author of The Universe vs. Alex Wood, and he'll be talking about his new novel, The End of Time. And that's the story of two refugee brothers who are also going on a journey. Journey, And obviously the themes here are finding a place called home and journeying. And yeah, I love those themes. And what's not to love about a journey from Nottingham to Stegness soon? Especially on a sunny day, yes. A- absolutely. Day. And of course, um, uh, journeys and travelling and home, they're very, very... Um, appropriate to the theme of the whole festival aren't they so um this this sounds like a, a really good one so that one's in the town hall um that is, at eleven forty-five. kicking off very shortly um i guess there is possibly a chance if people have um just heard about it now they can nip over there and grab a ticket i think so i mean th- this lovely ladies are on the table outside of all the vent- outside the town hall um, certainly the, the room that it's held there and yesterday after I'd finished uh, the book club event I hadn't booked in on something but I went up to them and they will immediately tell you if there's spaces a lot of the events are free um, I'm just seeing what this one is this, this um, one's £5 and £4 oh, pounds for festival pounds. friends so, so there yeah. you go mm. I mean you know what, what's not to love £5 to to really enjoy something and support these lovely authors so yes i think it's really worth turning up because i think invariably there are some tickets available and and the ladies will tell you and they'll say well maybe not for this one but they'll point you in the direction of one that you could go to so Uh, something for everybody uh, absolutely so as ros says this one starts at 11 45 it's in the town hall it's on the first floor of the town hall they usually take place don't they and it runs through till one o'clock so perfect timing to finish off the mall morning and then go and have some lunch somewhere i think so maybe even a glass of wine i think that might be in order june it's such a lovely day although it's slightly cloudy it's actually incredibly warm it's really nice i'm, I'm stood here in my um very fetching radio newark um polo top with short sleeves and uh yeah and I'm, I'm actually quite warm to be honest <laughs> <laughs> although i'll be a lot warmer next week because i'm going to croatia on tuesday and it's it's been very, very hot there. So, did, did, have, you, have you not just come back from there not long ago? No, was it Croatia? I, no, I know. No, I know. it wasn't, was it? It it's was hard to keep up, I know. I, I was in Montenegro. That's it, yeah. Earlier, yeah. And I'm going to Croatia. I'm going to Pula on Tuesday. And that's linked to the Ignite Your Female Leadership book, uh, which was launched there. I missed the launch, but there's a lot of um, post-launch events. And I'm going to meet up with quite a few of the other authors and really talk about you know who knows the next book so oh. me, there's a bit of a book odyssey and what better place to go than Pula to have but, those discussions so there we go That's be honest Ross <laughs> now be honest here you're just going for a bit of a party no but I think it's tax deductible June I'm just <laughs> <laughs> no no um anybody's listening from the inland revenue this is like definitely a business trip, and I do believe it's tax deductible thank you <laughs> so enjoy um the rest of the book festival events that you're going to take part in enjoy your lunch with or without glass of wine and particularly enjoy your trip to montenegro uh 
Croatia. Oh, Croatia, sorry. Oh, oh dear, yeah. Mm. I know, well, it's well you did enjoy your trip to Montenegro. Now you... <laughs> going to Prague, so uh, lots of Eastern Europe. It's, it's really rather lovely. Fantastic. So, so, so when do you go, did you say? I'm going Tuesday morning. I'm flying at 6 o'clock in June. Hold your horses. I haven't even started my practice. <laughs> you took the words right out of my house, <laughs> right out of my mouth. I was just about to say, I bet you haven't even thought about no, packing. I've thought about it. I've got my suitcase, and this afternoon, that is what I will be doing. <laughs> 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 and, and no doubt the weather will be glorious over there. Um, yep. So you have a fantastic time. I can't Thank remember. You. I think you're back in the studio. No, I'm just thinking the last week of the month with one of your well-being guests, if I remember rightly. Oh, I think I am. No, I'm trying to think as well. But it's not next Saturday. Yeah. It's the Saturday. Uh, the Sunday yeah, rather. It's the Sunday after. Yeah. And there yeah. are two ladies coming in, but the names escape me just for the moment. Um, so I will see you in two weeks time um i'm sure i'm sure we'll be in touch um between now and then but uh enjoy the rest of the festival over there in in newark or the rest of the uh, festival that you're able to um get to before you dutch home to start packing um (laughs) (laughs) enjoy your trip and um, thanks very much (laughs) 